welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Transformation as a Continuing Spiritual Experience by Joan Walton Spiritual awakening has not, for me, been the unexpected, extraordinary experience which has, in an instant, radically altered the way I live in and understand reality. Rather, I would say that my life has contained a number of significant events, each of which has resulted in a subtle shift in consciousness. Perhaps the kind of transformations that most people contributing to this group are writing about are as spectacular as a caterpillar metamorphosing into a butterfly. My experience has been incremental in nature to be compared more to a child growing up. The changes are definitely happening and are progressive with notable milestones, but no exceptional turning point. If I were to summarise what the process of spiritual awakening has been for me, I would say it has felt as though I have moved from an initial sense of being enclosed within my own body, completely separate from any external entity, whether that be a person, nature or the wider universe. I felt strange, lonely, trapped in a life which seemed full of tragedy and misery. Over the course of nearly 50 years, though, there has been the sensation of boundaries dissolving, leading to the present day, when I feel integral to an eternal and infinite reality, where separation is an illusion and love and creativity are infused throughout. There have been many events that have contributed to this gradual dissolution of boundaries and the subtle shifts in consciousness that accompanied them. In the early days, when the experiences appeared more amazing, perhaps because I was not used to them, I kept a journal in which I wrote at length and great depth. I think that the process of transmitting what was going on inside me into the written word made a substantial contribution to the transformational process. On many occasions, I would read what I had written and think, oh, so that is what was going on for me. Through reading my own words, I was able to gain a greater understanding of the meaning and possible explanation as to what was happening. It is not possible in this short account to provide details of all significant occurrences. I will briefly introduce four. The first was reading Carl Jung's Memories, Dreams, Reflections at age 19. I was raised as the daughter of Christian missionaries in a strict Church of Scotland faith, with parents who loved me but did not understand why I did not conform to what they believed was right behaviour. I was very unhappy and depressed, feeling a huge dissonance between my inner sense of self and the external expectations placed on me. My reading of Jung's autobiography was exhilarating and mind-blowing. The main outcome was that I no longer felt on my own. 
There were so many similarities between Jung's early experiences and mine that suddenly I felt that perhaps I was not so odd after all. The second key event was a year later when I started university and went to the first session of a year-long optional class entitled Study of Religions. Up to that point, I had thought that Christianity was the only religion and my choice was to accept or reject it. As a result of brilliant teaching and being introduced to Houston Smith's classic The World Religions, a huge vista of possibilities opened up. I walked out of that first session feeling completely disorientated and quite faint. It took me a while to return to a balanced state of mind. My sense of the world and what it was all about totally changed and led me onto a different road to the one I had been on. Amazing synchronicities have played a central part in my life, allowing me to experience for myself Jung and Wolfgang Pauli's claim that the physical and the psyche are two aspects of the same reality. One particularly startling synchronicity was when, as a young family travelling to France for a holiday, we had our 20-year-old blue and orange six-person tent marred by a few small holes stolen from under our caravan, where we had put it when stopping for breakfast in a lay-by in Devon, UK. Our friends, with whom we were meeting up later in the journey, were going to borrow this tent and had little money for alternative accommodation. When we reached our campsite in France, we somewhat helplessly asked the campsite owner whether she could offer any suggestion that would help us with our plight. She told us that just that morning a family had left her their tent, saying that they had no need of it now and to give it to someone who could make use of it. She then fetched a blue and orange six-person tent, which was a virtually identical to the one that had been stolen. I thought at first that it was ours, but although it also had small holes, they were in different places. It was a hugely powerful experience. It seemed an impossible coincidence. And I found myself thinking that if ever I doubted there was a transcendent power to remind myself of this occasion. More recently, over 40 years after reading Young's autobiography, I was in Snowdonia, North Wales, on a week-long meditation course. I spent many hours walking and running in the mountains, as I love to do, feeling completely at one with nature. One evening, I sat in a guided group meditation, towards the end of which the teacher told us to connect to the infinite and eternal reality to which we belonged. I realised in that moment that I was already there, and my permanent state of being was to feel that we are all expressions of an infinite and eternal, loving and creative reality. I had, over time, experienced a complete transformation of consciousness. I may not have undergone an exceptional spiritual awakening that has provided me with amazing psychic abilities or sensitivities, but this does not detract from what continues to feel like a profound and exciting spiritual journey. This inner journey has inevitably influenced the choices I have made in the external world. 
Personally, the main significance has been in my relationship with my daughter and other significant people in my life, seeking to connect with their essential selves and to support what they feel is right for them in their lives. Professionally, the challenge has been to create a good balance between ideas and action, how to learn intellectually about this world and the purpose that energizes our lives, and at the same time, what this means for action we take to put our learning into practice. For most of my professional life, I have developed and led my own education centre, allowing me to be responsive to the invitations to work with individuals and groups in different organisations in ways that focused more on action than theory. Following completion of a PhD, which was a narrative account of my spiritual journey, I chose to join a university looking for ways to introduce and integrate a post-materialist worldview into academic settings. At the same time, I have for many years connected with groups and organisations such as the Scientific and Medical Network and the Galileo Commission, who are also aiming to achieve a post-materialist worldview. My ultimate belief is that the way we interact with others, both individually and collectively, will be critical in how the future of humanity unfolds. My ultimate hope is that we can be guided in what this means by the spiritual presence which so many of us experience. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode. Thank you.